Hey there, I'm Kelly Lyons, and I spent 12 years binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and being food obsessed to finally listening to my body and being in control around food. And I've helped thousands of women all over the world do the same. And if you've ever thought, I just want to eat like a normal person, then you are in the right place and you most definitely are not alone. I'm dropping the tried and true secrets that go way beyond the food, the real talk stuff that the diet industry doesn't want you to know. So if you are done with starting your diet over every Monday, cozy on up and let's get started because I am here to show you how to stop letting food control your life so you can finally live it. This is the Food Freedom Society podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Food Freedom Society. At first, I was like, okay, what do I want to talk about today? Because I like to think of every single episode how I can help people in the way that I wish I needed. So what we're going to be talking today is how to do different things on the weekend, different events, different things we have going on without going into the all or nothing mentality, without going into like the effort, screw this, let's just eat everything. So I thought it would be really, really fun to talk about weddings. Now, I am from New Jersey. I don't know where you are from, where all my wonderful listeners around the world are, but weddings are a very, very big deal here. I don't know if you remember, like back in the day, MTV used to have this show like Sweet 16, and a lot of them took place in New Jersey. These over-the-top Sweet 16s. Now, just imagine what it's like for a wedding. So expensive, so much food. The cocktail hour is out of control. And I know for my wedding and for many, we have an hour of cocktail hour. So open bar, food beyond food beyond food, buffet style, hors d'oeuvres, like just a crazy amount of food. And to be honest, a lot of times the cocktail hour is the best part of weddings. Then you have the reception. So you have more drinking, more dancing. You have like a four or five course menu plus dessert. And then after the wedding, the late night there is usually an after party or I know my friend, my best friend had like a pizza stand where we could get personal pizza pies. I know someone who had like a McDonald's food truck. The food and the drinks and the everything are never ending. So I have a wedding this weekend. My cousin is getting married. I am in the wedding. I am so honored. I am so excited. But, you know, I want to talk about what it was like old me with weddings and now what I do in regards to having big things like this, in regards to food and the way I feel and what I drink and stuff like that. Now, please note this episode is really centered around weddings, but this stuff can be applied to anything, right? And I think it will be really great, really honing in on the things a lot of us do, whether it's weddings, vacations, date night, you know, maybe work trips. So there will be more episodes on this. I would love to hear what you think of this, what you want to hear more of, you can always send a DM to me at Kelly L Wellness. We got a lot of people there. We are growing this community exponentially, and I am so excited and so grateful you all are with us. So let's talk about old me. Let's go back in the day. Now, I'm 35. So the phase, like my group of friends, I have a huge family. I am so blessed. Um, But my group of friends and my husband's group of friends, we're all past that um, wedding stage, right? The majority of us are married or have kids or don't have kids. But when I was in like my mid twenties, the weddings were, there were tons of them. There were times we had weddings like once a week for a couple months, right? Or every other week. 
I don't even want to talk about how broke I was, <laughs> like giving these gifts, right? But that was also when I was binging. So it would look a lot like this. Let's say the wedding was on a Friday or Saturday. Far before that, it was like, okay, I have this wedding, right? It was in the calendar, whether I was a bridesmaid or just a guest or whatever. And I had to look my best. I had to fit in the dress. I had to lose the weight. So it would look like me cutting carbs or, you know, um, following whatever diet, whatever trendy diet was going on, following that perfectly. And then I would weigh myself every day. Great. Lost two pounds. Great. Lost three pounds. Oh my gosh, I'm losing the weight, losing the weight, right? But then it was like the wedding date would get closer or again, whatever I had going on that date was getting closer. And if I wasn't where I want to be, I would be very anxious. I would be anxious because I either didn't look the way I wanted, my dress didn't fit the way I wanted, or sometimes it was outside of me, right? I was anxious because it was maybe seeing other people I haven't seen in a while or because I had a lot of food struggles. I was very insecure. So great. What is this person going to be wearing? What is she going to look like? And I love and adored those people. And I do see myself as a very confident person. But on the inside, it was like I had this like angel and devil on my shoulders, right? Where I never felt good enough. And I was always sizing myself up and comparing. And it wasn't because of those people. It's because what I was battling with internally. So that's one. And this anxiety and this discomfort and this unknown and knowing I'm not going to feel good or whatever, it was like, why am I even bothering? And I would eat to push down the discomfort. I would eat to push down the anxiety. But the problem was I was anxious because I wanted to look a certain way for this wedding that I was going to. But then I would be binging because of the anxiety, which is doing the complete opposite of what I wanted to do to look a certain way for the wedding. So it was this constant cycle of wanting one thing, doing the complete opposite, and then having the guilt and the self-hatred of what I just did, and then trying to make up for that to get the thing I wanted for the wedding. And I would go around and around and around and around. And one of the biggest things I hear from people in my community, people in my Inside Food Freedom Society, and just my audience in general, is they say, you do this thing where you talk about what you struggle with so succinctly that it is exactly what I do. And I've never had someone talk about it the way you do. And I do this really cool thing where I just like close my eyes and think about what it was like back in the day. And I feel like as though that is why I am able to, with love, of course, hit so many heartstrings and hit so many nerves with people that struggle with this because I remember it like it was yesterday and these exact feelings as to, you know, I knew I was doing it. It was like, it was almost like an out of body experience. Like, what the hell are you doing? You know, this doesn't help. You know, this isn't getting what you want, but I couldn't stop myself. So now we're a couple of days before the wedding. I am. Oh, all that quick weight I lost, I gained it all back plus more. I was bloating. I was constipated. My skin broke out because for me, if I eat too much dairy, I immediately, my skin would look like a 14-year-old high school kid, right? I would break out like crazy. So now I felt terrible. I looked terrible. I felt terrible mentally, like not a good look, not a good look. So now I would have to go to this wedding. <laughs> and now I'm going in, not really feeling myself not looking good, comparing myself against everyone. So what would I do? I would eat more. And then I would drink more because if I drank, I would just get drunk and then I wouldn't worry or be stressed or be anxious about the thing I was worried about. So it was an open bar. So I would get so wasted. 
right? And like apparently that's back like that's what you're supposed to do at a wedding. Like that's what the cool kids do. And I would jump into that head freaking first. <laughs> and then the next morning, not only did I feel awful, but I was hung over like crazy. And what I would do when I was hung over is I would eat more. Because for me, it was like, and this is, I'm going to talk a lot about my story with alcohol and where I'm at now. But, you know, this is why I really don't drink anymore is because not only would I be hung over and feel terrible physically, my anxiety and the, the feelings of depression were so magnified that I had a very, very hard time the way I would feel after a day of drinking. And I know that's super common. Um, I am going to talk about that more down the line. But um, this whole like drinking and then feeling terrible, then I would eat to get greasy food to kind of, in my mind, I thought this was scientific or something, soak up all the alcohol from the night before, make me feel better, but then also eating to shove down the mental symptoms of the anxiety and the depression. So I was eating for all different reasons. My stomach was never ending because I wasn't listening to my body. I was just pushing everything down that I didn't want to feel. So I went from wanting to look a certain way at a wedding to weeks of binging. It was awful. And again, this time in my life, your girl had a lot of weddings to go to. So you can imagine how freaking awful or and often this was happening and how awful I felt. So that was old me. I hope you enjoyed the ride. Let's get back to 2023, the present where I'm talking on this podcast, helping thousands of women get past this. But now being in my cousin's wedding, and yes, I've been to weddings where like I no longer binge. I feel good, whatever. But this is such an exciting time because this wedding is happening when I have this community, right? So now not only get to I get to act on the identity I have now and the person I am now, but now I get to walk you all through it. And, you know, being able to enjoy things like weddings where there is a ton of food and drinks or whatever. So I want to talk about one of the biggest, if not the biggest thing I want you to do or focus on when you have something like this, okay? And the word is allow. Now, obviously, I'm going to say more of the words than that. That is not the end of the episode. But when we allow ourselves Because we usually step into these things like, I have to eat a certain way. I can't eat this. I can only eat that. If I eat this, that means that, right? I'm bad if I have pizza. I'm bad if I have spring rolls, whatever it is, right? When you go into something and you allow yourself, everything changes. Your outlook on the food changes. And I'm not talking like, all right, let's freaking do this. Let's eat everything in sight, make myself sick, get blackout drunk, right? And go into our old habits. But When you allow yourself, you no longer have guilt and shame after you eat. And when you do not have guilt and shame, when you are letting go of the guilt and shame, that is the driving factor usually that many of us continue eating. So by allowing yourself, by by saying, hey, I'm going into this and I am going to look around and let myself eat what I enjoy and allow it. Because I know it's a special occasion. I know it's one day. And I know I'm fully capable of feeling my best self and eating food that feels good in my body, right? By having that allowance, 
once we eat, it's not, oh my God, I'm such a POS. Oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Oh my God, I may as well keep eating because I screwed up because I never have any willpower because I'm never going to get where I want to be and I'm never going to look like so-and-so and blah, 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 blah. Down the black hole we go. We can cut the cord there. So when you have something like this, whether it's a wedding or whatever, right? Get excited. Think about, oh my gosh, what food is going to be there? What am I looking forward to eating? What don't I really get to eat a lot of? Or what do I really never get to eat because I never have the opportunity? And again, you can allow yourself without being like, all right, we're going zero to 100 real quick. No, you can you can allow yourself to enjoy food without making yourself sick. And we have been taught to restrict our entire lives, to say no, to you know put the hard pin in it but then we know it backfires. So what would happen if we took a different approach? That's one. And then the next thing I want to talk about and this is the the one another big tip. I don't want to throw too much at you, but I feel like this is really important is staying present. Right? When we focus on the future, a lot of times we end up eating. So if you're feeling anxious about looking a certain way, if you're feeling anxious about who you're going to see and whatnot, I want you to recognize when you are thinking about the future and how can you stay in the moment? Today, I focus on today. That's it. Because when you are focusing on today and asking, how can I feel good today right now? You are staying in the moment and then you're not making the decisions about, you know, what's going to happen in the future because what happens is then you don't feel good about yourself and then you're worried and then you're anxious and you eat anyway. So staying present and recognizing, hey, I am going to do what I need to do today to feel good. That is going to help you make the best decisions for you in the moment. Because again, when you're worrying about the future, a lot of times that is the reason that we eat. And one of the things too, when you are at this place, when you are, you know, at, at a wedding or it's, it's yes, food is wonderful. I love it. I cannot wait for the cocktail hour. It is my favorite thing in the whole world at weddings. Okay, I just said my favorite thing in the whole world. It's not really my favorite thing. It's it's not the only thing I should say. I can I love it, right? But you know what's more exciting than the cocktail hour? Getting to celebrate my cousin, getting to be a part of her special day. Me spending time with my cousins and her friends and my aunts and my uncles and my parents and my husband in a way where we get to celebrate love, we get to dance, we get to have fun. I get to be next to my cousin who is going to be celebrating the most special day in her life. And when you walk in and say, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the food, I want you to immediately figure out what else you're excited about, right? Because you can love food. You can be a foodie. Hello, number one foodie here. But I don't need to be food obsessed and neither do you. So when you start thinking of all there is is the food, I want you to immediately take a step back and be like, okay, well, what else am I excited about? Because when you focus on that, food does not become the most important thing. And when food isn't the most important thing, you're not eating to cover something else up. You're not eating because it's the only thing on your mind. You're able to enjoy the other things in life while also enjoying food. So I hope this was helpful. And, you know, I a lot of these episodes, I really like to give you guys a little bit takeaways or some journal prompts to really think about where you are at when you have a wedding or when you have big things like this and say, what do I focus on when I'm there? 
You know, if I tend to binge in these situations, why am I doing that? Because when you have the awareness, that is when you can take the first step and say, okay, something's got to change. And as you all know, if you are ready for that change, I have a free training that gives you my four-step free method to help you stop binge eating, stop overeating so you can be control around food. Over 8,000 women have gone through this training and seen tremendous results and helps help going forward. So if you want to check that out again, it's around 45 minutes, my free training, how to stop binge eating and overeating without relying on willpower. You can check that out at www.kellylwellness.com forward slash EG workshop. Okay. I will talk to you all soon. Thanks so much for being here. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with me and listening to the Food Freedom Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review or share on your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at Kelly L Wellness. Send me a DM to say hi and tell me your thoughts on the episode. See you next time. 